0: Hello and welcome to Molly Movie Club. I'm Casey Muratori,
1: and I'm Anna Redberg
0: and today's movie is John Wick.
1: Jonathan Wick.
0: John Wick the first <laughs> which is a long time coming because it's been out for a while and we had not seen it.
1: Yeah somehow we kind of just missed the whole John Wick thing. I think part of it for me is like I don't tend to go see action movies like just pure action like this is a pure action movie. There's not really much else going on.
0: Well, you do or did go to see superhero action movies where there isn't anything else going on but action. So you you are willing to see pure action movies if they are dressed up in capes, I guess, well, but not if they aren't. Or... And, and,
1: you know, actually, this movie felt a bit like a superhero movie to me. It felt like a comic book mm-hmm. uh, story. Like it was yeah. heightened in this really nice way, actually. Like when it first starts out, it's going through all these, like, cliches where you're almost just, like, rolling your eyes a little bit. But then it kind of just, like, commits to them mm-hmm. in a way that's uh, actually really nice. Um, it, like, understands what it's trying to be. And it's very, like, earnest about that. Right. Um, and it has a sense of humor about that. Um. And, yeah, I mean, I think it's about as enjoyable as an action movie can be, in my opinion. Like, this is, I think this is, like, as good as an action movie gets
0: um I I don't know if I'm with you on that one This type
1: of action movie where it's like pure male power fantasy kind of thing where it's like cool cars beautiful women absurdly strong main character like in the way that a superhero is um that everyone's like scared of or intimidated by his his motivation is super like simple and cliche but it's like very male quote-unquote right I just feel like there's a a particular type of action movie that is this sort of male fantasy thing. And of that type of action movie, I think this is like probably like the best example I can think of that I've seen. I'm sure there's like a lot that I haven't seen, though.
0: I would say I prefer like The Bourne Identity or something like that to this. uh... Isn't there
1: more story in those?
0: Yeah, that's why I prefer them. Yeah, because uh, I think that's
1: why I say this movie is like a different thing in my head, a little bit.
0: Yeah, like the problem I, I would have with, with a movie like this is I just get kind of bored.
1: Yes, it's boring. Uh,
0: yeah. And, you know, I I like the choreography. They did a lot of interesting stuff mm-hmm. with how they were doing the gunplay. Like it, it was much more interesting than just like a bunch of people shooting at each other from long range, which is how a lot of these things go they did a lot of nice stuff with like close-up like you know people coming in and out of the shot and him having to shoot each person in a particular way it was
1: super coherent too like you always understood what was going on and
0: fairly long shots like they would they would break they would switch camera angles only kind of when they had to to cover a take and stuff like that but they kept it on for long periods of time so you could really see what was happening in that way, it was very different from a Marvel movie. In a Marvel movie, it's just garbage all over the screen. Yeah. In this movie, it's like, oh, like we ac- we actually practiced this and got it choreographed, and it's beautiful, and we like shot it in as few uh, cuts as we could, right? And it looks great, and I definitely appreciated that. So yeah. that was working, but. At at some point, it's just kind of like a a song with no dynamics. Yeah. It just kind of like wears itself out a little bit. Yep. And I get bored. I
1: think that's the problem because it's like at the beginning, it's there's like a nice momentum where it's like, I think it does a really nice job of setting up um, who John Wick is. Like, I love that the way it starts is that you don't know anything about this guy, right? Um, other than just, okay, his wife dies. He gets a dog from her. And then it quickly kind of escalates from there. And the sort of like unrolling of, oh, John Wick's passed. And all these people are scared of him. And like it does it does a nice job of not like over explaining that, but letting it come through in characters' reactions to things. And um, I just feel like they did a really nice job with that. And it it, it kept you really entertained. And like you want to know what's going to happen next. And at some point we run out of that and it's just okay he's getting revenge and it stays interesting for a bit but it starts at some point to just you're like okay i'm bored now
0: i was half and half on the lead up i uh, i loved once he actually gets you know hit by the by the son of the i guess crime boss i'm not yeah. quite sure exactly what that guy's role is but some kind of you know crime boss so once that happens, I thought they did a really nice job. Uh, the The phone call where John Luiziamo, uh, who is playing a, a chop shop owner, mm-hmm. calls or gets called by the crime boss. And he's like, you know, you hit my son. What's going on? And he's like, yeah, he stole John Wick's car. And that's just the end of the conversation. That just goes, oh.
1: Well, no, he says, and killed his dog. Yeah. Yeah, which I think the other th- the other thing that I think re- works really well, I mean, it was actually really, it's really upsetting when the dog gets killed. Like, I actually cried a little. Like, I mean, it's, it's the best motivating thing that I've seen in a revenge movie. Honestly, it's like the most viscerally understandable, I think, because I'm a person who's not really prone to, like, that feeling of, like, I need to get revenge, right? Like, some people, I think, really go there immediately. I'm not one of those people, but... I could, in that moment, I like viscerally, completely understood the motivation of why you would just go kill everyone, right?
0: I still, yeah, that part didn't really work for me at all, to be completely honest. Uh, This is the same problem. We've actually had this exact same discussion multiple times in multiple movies. So it's like, it's an old, it's an old (laughs) split. It's It's an old split. Yeah. I need more time than you do to, like the one that comes to mind immediately was like in the thin red line Uh where I'm like. We didn't spend nearly enough time with this guy to care about the fact that his life left him. we was just like it was really sad, and like so that was the same thing for me in this. It's like we had like a you know a three minutes of like cuts of him and this dog but he just I'm, got, and I'm, I'm just like not on board no, no, yet. I mean, right? I totally agree, but so. except for the
1: fact that I am absolutely imprinting like my own personal emotions sure. on that, yes, which I think. I think it works, though, because everyone's doing that in the audience, right? Like, people have a really, really visceral reaction to animals dying in movies, more than humans. I don't know why, but I certainly do. Well, I think
0: because in general, people assume that the dog doesn't really ever have it coming because it's just a dog. right? Like, humans, they assign a lot of... Culpability and things too, which we see in this movie right? like
1: crazy. Like yeah. I mean, these NPCs, these guys, yeah. these red, literal red shirt guys, and nobody cares that they just, all get shot. Yeah, no, like, and I mean, at <laughs> yeah. some point in the movie, I, I mean, at least for me, I do think of that. I'm like, geez you're sure killing a lot of people? Like you're you're doing to all of these randos exactly what was sort of done to you, except worse. Like their families are all now going to be without this person, and you know what I mean? It's like." If you think about it for like two seconds, but I mean, then again, that's revenge, right? You're not really thinking about it like that.
0: Well, and all that's fine in the context of a revenge movie, but I'm just trying to underscore the point is the dog felt similarly to the people, to me, meaning the movie did not spend sufficient time with them. So I'm just like, okay, I'm not going to have a very strong emotional response to any of this. Whereas if we had spent 30 minutes about John Wick and his life with this dog, I would probably be really heartbroken when something bad happened to the dog. That's just how movies work for me. And it's like, so when you try to set up a quick revenge plot by having five minutes of exposition at the beginning or, you know, quick cuts to show what happened. It never works on me. It it just really doesn't.
1: Even if the dog was so cute.
0: Even if the dog is so cute, it's I'm just like Okay.
1: Yeah, I think I mean I just it's it's still an
0: NPC in my world, so it's like it's hmm. not super different from the fact that yeah, you shot this guy at a nightclub, didn't really do anything (laughs) wrong, other than he was a security guard or something, right? And so you know, to me, I'm just like, eh. But I understand that other people have less lead up time. They're like, okay, if the movie just tells me that this is a good dog, that's that's John Wick's dog, and it's it's then I'm just like, it's okay. It's less that.
1: At least for me, it's less that, and it's more. Seeing my own pet in this pet, okay. it's like it has. It doesn't really have much to do or anything to do, really, with his relationship with the dog. Okay, it's that it's a. You're dog. projecting,
0: is what yes. you're saying. Yes, you're and, I, and I, that's okay. why I
1: think it it works because I think a lot of people do that with the, with animals. Like people don't do that with humans, although a little bit. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons why. Like for the, the you always bring up the thin red line example where we disagreed. I think it worked for me because I am projecting. My own sort of like ideas about certain things or my own experiences, or, or, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm bringing some of my own emotional stuff to that. Um, and like, I think that's a very common thing that people do with stories.
0: Well, it happens in, I mean, it's going to obviously, like, it's a thing that everyone does with stories, including me. Sure. It's just not in three minutes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I, uh, maybe I'm a more cautious person, so I don't emotionally. Bond with people if it's too short. I need more time to be sure that this dog is okay. (laughs) He's (laughs) got
1: shifty eyes.
0: (laughs) Do I trust this dog? I don't know. We haven't known him very long. John Wick hasn't known him for very long. He just showed up one time claiming to be from his (laughs) deceased wife. But how do we know?
1: I think, honestly, the wife thing is like the most eye y part of this movie. It was
0: kind of just a waste of my time, too. I didn't in, in like, let the, it
1: just be the dog!
0: I was going to say, like, honestly, for for in my mind, if he had just started out the movie with this dog, that would have actually been more affecting to me because I would have assumed that they had been together for a very long time and the dog was all he had and stuff like this. I probably would have projected more onto the dog. And in a way, it emotionally undercut it that the only reason he cared about the dog was because it's from his wife. Almost... It almost is not as endearing yeah, to me. because it's like he didn't actually it, care
1: about the dog as, as as a dog, as like as a, a as, as a living thing yes. that has its own personality. And he was like, you. I yes. just care about this because my wife gave it to me."
0: Uh, um, if I could draw another parallel between a movie, I think we did on the movie club. Which one? I just can't remember. So I know we did a recording of it. I just don't know if it was in the practice period before we started airing them. What movie? Pig.
1: movie Club did we did we release that episode? I don't know Was if that's that released episode? or not
0: nicholas cage yeah so so I always remember whether we've talked about them. I don't <laughs> remember whether they were in the practice period or not yeah, that's yeah. the problem the same right? problem yeah so uh, but we we did do that one, and when we talked about that one, we had a lot of issues with the movie we've, yeah. if It had you know it certainly wasn't as enjoyable to watch as John Wick as a movie. if you're just yeah. going to go see something, I'd much rather watch John Wick again than Pig again, but the revenge subplot of Pig works way better mm-hmm. for me. Like it's just like I really believed that Nicolas Cage loved that pig, mm-hmm. and I didn't really feel anything about John Wick and the dog. I just didn't, right? No, no. Yeah. And so, like looking at Pig, even though the pig is in it probably less time than the dog, I don't even know. But they were. The relationship they, they portrayed him as a hermit that all he really had was the pig, and it just it felt a lot more enduring that the relationship between him and the pig was really important to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially at the end when he's like, Uh, spoiler warning, skip the next five minutes if you want to watch Pig. When he basically says, I didn't even need the pig to find trolls, I find them on my own. Yeah, I just love the pig. Mm-hmm. It is it, that was a great ending. It was like The beginning and ending of that movie I thought were actually great. It was the middle that just kinda didn't really work. It's a great
1: idea for a movie and yeah, whatever. But
0: and so that movie did all of that right, and this movie didn't for me. It just it fell completely flat. And um, you know, so honestly I could have done without all of it. I would have just been like start it some other way. He already has the dog. It would have been way better than the dying wife thing. I never cared about the dying wife. Yeah, that that part was
1: that was like genuinely eye rolling Because it was so cliched, and it and it was just, I don't know. But something else I really liked about the movie was uh the sort of, like, fantastical world. Like, the, the mob world that they built in this movie was really fun. It felt like a comic book or something. Like, it felt, yes. it, it was so satisfying. Like, you've got this, like, hotel that's like a mob front hotel, and you've got, like, lance reddick or the 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 guy at the front um who's like such playing such a fun character right and like that whole hotel and everything that happens in there is like this strange world right well it's um, not really a
0: mob front hotel
1: well sure but it's like it's right it's like it's a hotel that like caters to these people and it knows about them and they have like rules within there
0: well my understanding was it's a hotel where you are not allowed to kill anyone in the hotel right sure, so but i mean it's obvious that is what that hotel does but the
1: hotel is is like it's very it's a, it's not only aware of the mob activity but it's like participating in in that world right it's, well ob-
0: obviously by having that rule it means that anyone who's afraid that there will be a hit on them will stay there but you have to pay a tremendous cost to stay there yeah it's basically like protection money right yeah, and yeah. so I, I i really liked that a lot yeah I, that was great well, and just
1: yeah. and uh i just felt like the the sort of mob world that they set up in this is is so it's so not like a real thing but it it was really fun to watch like it was uh, It was just, like, the characters within that world, I felt like they did a really nice job with creating kind of, like, exaggerated people in a way that was good.
0: Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. I guess what I would say about that is there was one thing I kept thinking throughout the entire film that I wish they had done differently. Mm-hmm. Which is, I really didn't like the costume design in this movie. Okay, I felt like every scene was someone dressed all in black fighting someone else dressed all in black and I oftentimes couldn't tell which person was which for about a split second after every cut until I could recognize which one was Keanu Reeves. I see. And I feel like if the costume design had been better, that wouldn't have been an issue. I I think back to like when I watch, say, a great kung fu film, Iron Monkey or something like that, which is all action, the costume design is like critical, right? It's like, every person has a unique look so when they are fighting it's very like intense and there's just a ton of motion you never get confused because it's like this person has a very distinctive outfit versus other person with a very distinctive outfit and like only when they're supposed to both be trying to look like each other or something do they both wear the same outfit right and so that sort of thing i felt like in this movie For all the stuff they did right with the action sequences, I felt that one was a real letdown. Because a lot of times I'm just like, this is harder to follow than it should have been because they didn't make the characters distinct enough.
1: I mean, I I definitely agree with you. I do think there were a few things that they did that were kind of like positive, maybe, (laughs) costume design-wise. like The fact that they had all the baddies, at least for a few scenes, they had them... Wearing a you know a black jacket or whatever, but a red shirt. So like you could just looking at all the people. I think it was like in the club or whatever. Yeah. So you could always see like which are the guys that he could kill, right? Like it's like they had a big target on them or something. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, they there's like minor concessions to this, right? But they're just not enough when things yeah. are moving really. You know. Yeah, and I think too
1: because it's this movie is pushing reality. It's it's it is not real, right? It is heightened. You could have, you could have pushed the costumes. That's too. A, that's
0: exactly what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I, I really wish they had taken that. As more of a license to have these characters look distinctive, so all of henchmen of type X kind of look distinct, and John Wick kind of looks distinct. Yeah, and you well, know, John Wick
1: does like his facial hair is is cut into this really well. His inf-
0: face does. I'm just
1: saying, it felt like a cartoon. Honestly, like mm-hmm. I kept thinking that this is just a cartoon mm-hmm. in a, in a positive way.
0: Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love
1: cartoons, um, because like a lot of the character design stuff was was that way except the costumes weren't really yeah um in uh, in general
0: yeah so i wish they had done that and the other thing i would say is for a movie that you know is doing very little with the plot i would say i uh, they still managed to make some things unnecessarily hard to follow mm-hmm. so one example would be Took me a little while after the cut to the actual Red Circle Club to realize that the Red Circle Club and the other club were not the same club. Mm-hmm. Right? Because like, they're
1: happening like at the same time. They're they, like intercut they're doing with each other. Yeah.
0: And they're not particularly distinctive interiors. Like they're just kind of like, okay, there's a club, there's a bunch of people, and some loud music. They don't have much of a different personality. Yes. And so they would do things like they'd do these cuts, and I'd be like, Oh, and now he's so. I mean, just to give you a complete walkthrough of why, if you know, if I was looking at this like on a storyboard, I'd be like, "Hmm, I don't know if this is great, guys." We are downstairs in, I guess, the basement club of the hotel yeah. of the uh, hotel where you're not supposed to kill anybody. And the in that club, we see Perkins the assassin who tries to kill John Wick later in his hotel room. She's there. The bartender's there, right? And John Wick goes to the bartender, looks at the drink, and doesn't accept it, mm-hmm. which to me suggests that he thinks that he can't trust them. I mean, right? Why wouldn't you take the drink that you went up to the bar to get? Yeah. Right? Um, he then is immediately shown in his... Uh, room putting on a bulletproof vest Mm -hmm. and like armoring up. So in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, he just decided he's not safe in the hotel anymore because we just saw some suspicious stuff where he was suspicious. So
1: you thought the club was in the hotel?
0: No. Well, let me finish the whole thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, he's armoring up because now he's going to go downstairs and maybe kick some ass or he's thinks the hotel is against him now, so he's going to try and get out of it, right? Because that's the cu- that's the series of things we've seen, is that he looks suspicious at this club, right? Then we cut to another club all of a sudden, where the other guy is in the lower floor, right? And then we see John Wick walking outside, out, away from the hotel, towards the other club. And then at, only at that point do I realize... Oh, he was armoring up because he's going to another club now to try and find the guy that totally. Oh, so that whole huh. sequence was to me very disconcerting for no reason. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have implied those things and then immediately shown him armoring up because it was weird misdirection. Then to add insult to injury, when we were cutting back and forth, I thought that maybe that bottom floor thing with the jacuzzi sauna thing was also part of that club that we were just at. So I'm thinking he's going to go back downstairs and go, de- right? So yeah. all of that was just completely unnecessarily confusing to me. And I feel like more establishment would have helped there or just make the clubs very distinct. There's a number of things yeah, you could have been, done. I mean, shown like, the Russian guy, the, yeah. the kid, um, I guess I don't know if he was Russian uh, shown the the kid uh, of the crime boss I guess Eastern European. I don't know. Like they had an accent. I don't know if they ever said where they were actually from.
1: And I, I mean, we're not we're not skilled enough to know what the language I they were speaking. I would
0: not was. know, right? I I have I have no language skills for Eastern European. Um. So anyway, they go down. They they could have shown him arriving at that club in a more clear fashion. When John Wick was arriving at the hotel, we could have known that those two things were near each other, which I didn't know, which apparently are because he just walks to it or something. All yeah. of that stuff just felt really broken. Yeah, basically,
1: the fact that I guess the fact that the the mob boss's son and the son's friend were at different were in different locations.
0: All of that stuff that, was not clear. That yet. I
1: found, I definitely like. I I wasn't confused. I would say I was like, oh right, okay, this is a different place. I think partly because there was like there were establishing shots. Um, and well, so, you
0: knew it was a different place once John Wick was walking yeah. there, but not prior.
1: There was an establishing shot before John Wick showed up of what seemed like a different location because it, it was after we had already seen the club but before we cut to the friend. Yeah. And, maybe, and uh, it was obviously a place we hadn't seen before. So I think in my head I'm like, okay, we're somewhere new now. Um, I didn't have the problem with the the previous part because I guess in my head I was just like, it's very clear what John Wick's goal is, and so when he's armoring up, I'm like, well, he's going to go try to kill the son. Like that's his only goal.
0: Um, but so knowing I- that the sun was not there, because like they said earlier, he's like the the crime boss guy says, put Yusef, I think his name is the name of the son, or something like that,
1: yeah, something like that, so, yeah,
0: in the red circle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I was like, okay, I don't know what the red circle is. And then later, when I saw the sign for Red Circle, which we see when he's when John Wick is watching, I was like, "Oh, okay. He it's a different club, not in that hotel, right?" So all of that stuff was just unnecessarily confusing in my because there's no reason for that to be confusing. Mm. You know this. This isn't a super complicated movie, so I felt like that stuff just could have been cleaner. Just clean it, clean that stuff up. Have the two clubs look really distinct, or show more establishment of where people are. Like John Wick getting in his car and driving away from the hotel, or something, to let me know that we're leaving that location. That stuff just wasn't. So I, to this day, I have no idea where the red circle is. Is it across the street from the hotel? I have no idea.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much that stuff matters to me because I don't know how much it really matters to the story because all they really want to do is just have John Wick beat some people up. Um, But I don't know. I think there was a few issues that I had too where you were just like, that kind of took me out of it, which to be fair, like this stuff, these are movie cliches. These are things that happen a lot. This movie is not unique. But for example, it's like the mob boss guy has put a hit out on John wick like the Willem Dafoe character he thinks is trying to kill him right and yet there's a point at this movie where John wick gets like knocked out and captured by the mob boss guy and you're like why wouldn't he just immediately shoot him in the head like that's what he's paying Willem Dafoe to do so like why you know it's like okay but it's because he has to have this he has to talk to him right which is such a movie thing Um, and like you know I get it. We're used to seeing this stuff in movies, but I think in this situ- in this case it was just like that is not that is not what would have happened, right? At all. Um and like the same time the, the end of that scene too, like he's like okay, he wants then he wants John Wick to die. And so rather than shooting him in the head, they try to suffocate him in a bag. And it's just so clearly like because we needed to have Willem Dafoe so the movie can happen. So the movie can yeah. happen and it's just like <laughs> Little things like that can feel a little bit lazy, especially because they are so tropey. It's like we've seen this a billion times. Can we see something different? And it it just pulls me out of it, you know.
0: I I would agree with that, and I also don't feel like there's any reason for that scene. Like it wasn't like it was a really good scene either. So it was, it was
1: almost just like the the writer wanted to like. Wanted the audience to know what was in the vault, kind of?
0: Who knows? I mean, I don't know why that scene was in there, just because they thought that those two characters had to talk again, probably, or something. I mean, like, I can imagine
1: a scenario in which the mob boss wanted John Wick alive, because he wanted to talk to him. Like, I can right. imagine that, Like he needed he some have information. told Willem or whatever. Defoe to just murder him.
0: Yeah, he would have said, I want him taken Take him alive. Take him to be
1: alive, exactly.
0: Uh, and so, I don't know. I don't, uh, and like I totally agree with you, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense and isn't particularly great, but I uh, I think like I said earlier, I-, I didn't super enjoy the plot of this film anyway, so that was just kind of like yet another thing I didn't particularly enjoy about the plot of the movie. Overall, I would say like just a character who goes from location to location, getting in gunfights, I'm just not that interested, and uh, by that point, I had already kind of checked out of the film yeah. mostly. I would say probably sometime around when he uh, gets when he leaves the red circle, I was kind of done with the movie, and it really never recaptured my interest for the rest of the film.
1: I definitely found my mind sort of drifting in the last like probably half an hour or so, where I am just like, no, pay attention, (laughs) forcing yourself to because it's like, yeah, you know, I think that first scene, that first first action scene in his kitchen is really really well done. Um and like a number of the scenes are really well done but at some point you get tired of watching a guy shoot other guys. Like you just get tired of watching it and like I think it's really well shot. I think it's a good looking movie. It's um it's colorful and like vibrant. It's a good looking movie. It's for what it is, right? Like for what it's trying to be. It's stylish. It feels really stylish. The music is is uh exciting and active and like it's 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 achieving what it's trying to achieve, right? But I'm just like, for me, personally, I need more after a while.
0: I would say a couple of things about that. One is, if I contrast it to something like uh, "The Born Identity," which I really enjoyed, the difference between the two movies pretty much is that there's certain creative things being done in the action sequences that are more intellectual for lack of a better term. In the
1: Bourne movies, you mean?
0: Yeah, so it's like, oh, he uh, notices that the dog is not barking in the morning, so he knows that someone must have killed the dog to take it out. He, like, thinks about it quick in his head, so he's like, do like uh, he starts looking around in the house for places where there probably is a shotgun because it's like a farmhouse mm-hmm. that they're staying in and he finds one and he loads it the first thing he do does when he runs out the door is shoot this giant gas tan- canister so it creates a gigantic fireball of smoke so he can like go into the woods that like sequence of creative things the character is doing that's not just i shot a bunch of people in a row well, the character is thinking
1: right? through a situation yeah
0: and I like that creativity. So uh, another great example would be like in uh, one of the, I think it's the Born Supremacy. Uh, he, is it the Born Supremacy? Yeah, I think it's the Born Supremacy. He uh, is in a house and he's kind of, there's too many people who are going to be coming. He doesn't know how to get out of it. So he picks up a phone and like yells, like help, help. There's people shooting. Like he like calls the police basically and like fires his own mm-hmm. gun near the thing. And then, uh, puts it down, And so all the police start coming to the area, which creates like this disturbance mm-hmm. that allows him to kind of get out and things like that. Those are more the kind of action sequences that I'm interested in watching. There's where there's something in them that makes it kind of like cerebrally interesting the way that the characters are doing some some sort of machinations to give themselves an advantage. I think I-
1: yeah, I mean, I think this is not that kind of movie. It's, it's not, Because yeah. it's a power fantasy. It's not about intellect. It's about power, right? It's about, like... Well, they're both... It's a very feely movie, honestly. It's, like, a very, like... Like, you think about, like, the music is loud. It's really stylish. It's really, like, cool, right? It's, like, playing into this feeling of, like, empowerment, I think. That's very different than, like, a born movie where it's actually kind of about a story... And a still, character? I don't know. For it, me, this is... It's still
0: power fantasy, though, I would argue. It's just one has a little more creativity to it. I mean, like, Jason Bourne still just basically does everything. That's true.
1: I mean, he's still an action hero. He's
0: still a, exactly an action hero who can never does anything wrong, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, and is, like, way better than all the other guys. Yeah. So it's still... It feels the same to me. It's just it's just they, they put in a lot more creativity, which... You know, for all I know, might be because they had books to go off, right? It might have been that a lot of that stuff is in the books. So the screenwriters could just kind of go through, grab stuff from the books that was kind of cool and well thought through in those novels. And then uh, because I didn't read those novels. So maybe that's kind of more what's going on there. I don't know. But either way, it's just that kind of thing works way better for me. And the same is true of, like, if you want to look at, like, something like classic Spielberg, you want to look at something like Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's what makes it for me. It's that there's always these, like, creative elements of, like, why is this action scene going to be something other than just Indiana Jones punches people a lot?
1: No, totally. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this movie... I think when it when the when it starts having action scenes you're like, "Oh yeah, this is fun." And then it keeps doing the same kind of action scenes and you get really bored. I would also say it's got some really lame car ch- car scenes in it. Like <laughs> like, "Come on, man. You got some pretty cool cars in this yeah. movie."
0: They didn't and do a lot with the cars. They didn't
1: but they're trying to like the what like leading up to the end, there's like the lamest car chase.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh It's
1: just like, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just it, I I totally agree that there was, like, a huge lack of creativity. They kind of just only had the idea that he shoots people and and sometimes punches them.
0: Another uh, issue maybe there is if I was to contrast it with another action movie that is, like, I mentioned Iron Monkey, so we'll use that one. That's a movie where there isn't a tremendous amount of, like, creative plot stuff like the kind I was referring to in The Bourne Identity. But... The choreography is a lot more interesting to me in those movies as well. So mm. for as good as I think John Wick was with doing the gunplay kind of cool, yeah. The it never really quite managed to hit an Iron Monkey level of like elegance of how the whole thing played out. And I think some of that, again, was it just became a little too repetitive. Yes. In Iron Monkey, there's a lot of like, oh, we're going to roll over this thing and then open this umbrella into this guy's face who then gets knocked backwards. And then I'm going to twirl the umbrella and close it to lift this plank up, which was hit like the a, guy. There's a
1: playfulness to it. Yeah. And,
0: and there's just a lot more variety of what yeah. is actually happening in the scene. Whereas in here, it's just like, he's just going to shoot a bunch of people. And they did try to have like, as many ways as you could kind of point a gun and shoot somebody. So it's not as boring as normal. So there are a lot of things where he like, you know, does, you know, elbow somebody and then shoot to the side. And, you know, that stuff does look pretty cool. He's not
1: just boringly shooting people. Although, like you say, eventually you run out of interesting things to do with that. And you're just shooting people. Or like, they
0: yeah. did. I don't know. Well, maybe then, and then at some I, point right. we have
1: knives. You know, we got knives too.
0: Knives are always boring. And knives in this movie al- they were very boring. And
1: they're always so unrealistic. Like no one no one who makes movies seems to understand just how like dangerous a knife fight is. Like you get stabbed and you, you know, it's not like the movies, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like. yeah, Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't really care about that aspect of it, no, in a movie it like doesn't this doesn't
1: matter in this movie it's like, just not interesting it, well yeah it also doesn't you know? matter in this movie this movie is not realistic right yeah. it's not like people stuff is happening to people where they should be dead and they're just not dead because it's a cartoon you know
0: and uh, you know the ending is not interesting as well uh again to contrast it with movies i'm trying to think of action movies i really enjoyed To contrast it with something like Iron Monkey, Iron Monkey just has a spectacular finale that's kind of interesting how it works. And like this just, I don't know, there's some guys punching each other on a dock. Who cares, right? Um, (laughs) And so, you know, I don't know.
1: Obvious movie rain that's raining sideways. Yeah, yeah. It's like, guys, I can almost see the rain machine here.
0: (laughs) Well. I mean,
1: I liked, there was some stylish stuff in that last scene, though. There was like a thunderstorm happening and there was some cool, like there was a, there was one shot in particular where they were they it was um uh from pretty far back. It was a really wide shot. And like in the distance there was like a bolt of lightning that hit just as a punch hit. Yeah. And it was like that was a really cool mo- moment. Like this movie it feels really stylish. The filmmaking feels like thoughtful and fresh. Um like they were really putting a lot of care into trying to make this like, a satisfying action movie. Like, I really do feel that they were trying with this movie. You know what I mean? They weren't just, like, phoning it in on this, I think.
0: Well, and, yeah, the choreography was just much better where they, you know, like... The longer cuts makes a big difference. It, it's still mo- much more interesting to watch than a Marvel movie. Oh, really? For really that good, reason, good
1: choreography for sure. Good
0: choreography that they actually rehearsed and like yes. caught on camera in a take. Well, so and you could lo- watch and, it, and, right? and like
1: the, it was it looked good as opposed to a Marvel movie. Like the colors were really good and interesting and bright and um the lighting was pretty high contrast and and
0: it, it was a little like. Oversaturated, over color corrected for my but taste. That was the style. But It was the it, style. It was much better than a Marvel. Yes. Much like better than It chose a
1: style. Movie. It had, it it had did what it a was look doing. It was going for. Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, I mean, overall, I would say I totally get why people liked this yeah. film. Yeah. I understand why it's a franchise now because if you wanted this sort of thing, I don't know that this is a. I don't. I think there's better ways to do what they're doing, perhaps, by. Spending a little bit more time and putting a little more interest into the writing, I think the movie gets a lot better. But for your just straight-ahead action movie stuff, a lot of it's just kind of crappy now. And this was not crappy. This was good. Like, Like people actually made an action movie. They took their time to get the shots right and to have it look like people were really fighting so you could understand what was going on. And there were some times where I was a little confused, where it was like a little too cut or, you know, a little bit too... Uh, unclear exactly what the action was, but the vast majority of the time, it was very clear what the action was, and it looked nice and felt good. Uh, m- the music was a bit monotonous for my taste. Yeah, it's very kind of heavy, and like you said, they're going for a particular style, so it's it's very heavy, very uh, rhythmic, and I think that worked early on, but. I couldn't listen to an album of that music mm-hmm. straight. And so after 90 minutes of that, I'm kind of like really don't want to hear that kind of music anymore. Totally. It's just so boring. That, I, it's I mean, that's very just, much like the movie. It just, just say, gets too boring. It's the
1: movie. It's like yeah. there's a novelty to the things they're doing. Yeah. And for the first hour, you're enjoying it, right? Yeah. And then it's like overstays its welcome. And you're just like, can we have something different now?
0: I liked a couple of... Uh, little touches in this movie that I thought uh, were actually good writing or it, like interesting they made the movie better be- uh, even though they had nothing to do with action mm-hmm. I really liked when the cop shows up yes and
1: I was going to mention that yeah and
0: he's just like oh and like it not at all trying to hide the fact there's a body like Joey's just like yeah got well, to mention. Was... And he's like Okay, well, I'll leave you to it then and leaves. Right? And I loved that.
1: Yeah, cuz like um, when I was earlier when I was mentioning like the setup stuff where they were yeah. they were not overly explaining John Wick yeah. and his background and who he was. They were just letting it play out. And I thought that was a great example of like, okay, this has happened before. He has a relationship with this cop. Also, we get a sense for the the sort of the power of this mob thing because yeah. the the cop is basically corrupt, right? Like he's right. like whatever. And so it's like that simple scene gave you all of this information about what what the world of this story is.
0: Right. Like the police just leave these people to do whatever it is they're doing because yes. it's like he, they don't want to get involved in John Wick and this guy killing each other. They're just going to be like, go ahead. Exactly. Like, exactly. We're we're, we're going to go do something else with our time. Right.
1: And it's like it's it, you just get that out of the way at the beginning and then you know there's not going to be any cops in the story. Right. Yeah. And so um, I think that was like a really great way to do that.
0: Yes. Uh, so I liked that a lot. I liked uh, the way they killed off Perkins. Uh, she just walks into that yep. thing and they just walk up and they shoot her. They're like, you're, was... you're out. It's like, you broke the rules. You're out.
1: That lo- that looked nice. shot looked fantastic. That's yep. in Central Park. Um, it
0: looked cool. It looked
1: really, really cool.
0: Um, Lance Reddick, of course, uh, one of two at least wire actors
1: yeah.
0: uh, in this film. Running the hotel was kind of fun and... I can't remember. I can never remember the actor's name. I uh,
1: from the the other guy from the, the other wire. guy from
0: the wire he's and a capu
1: bill in the wire he's a capu bill's the, like the little he furniture. builds a little
0: like yeah the little furniture or whatever yeah. that he sells I uh, I never remember that name I really name. like
1: him though he's really fun to watch I, I was really bummed when he was killed because I was like oh dang it I, thought I was, he was gonna be in it more I was hoping yeah. he was gonna be like a whole big important character and he was really it was really just like almost a cameo honestly
0: it was kind of a cameo but I uh, I don't know if there are any other wire actors I didn't notice it felt but like I they might that...
1: have been fans of the wire whoever Maybe. made this because it's like.
0: Yeah, they're somewhat obscure actors. They're not like yeah. people who show up in everything. They so have when two, two of when them? they both show up at the same yeah. time, you're like, did someone who worked on the wire yeah. do the casting for yeah. this? <laughs> uh but anyway, uh so that was kinda nice. And uh I I liked all of that and I also liked the um the sort of guy at the table who he, the, he's the guy who actually shows up to kill Perkins like or to tell Perkins she's mm-hmm. executing. Oh, and I, lo- lo- I, I love him. The, the
1: body collector people
0: they were great. That guy. How good was
1: that with the hat, hat and they yeah. just gives him the gold and it's like yeah that was the stuff I loved where I was like this is a fun world like I could see you playing with this world which is I guess what they have sequels and stuff now so presumably maybe they are doing more with this world I hope yeah. they p- keep pushing it in that direction because I like the f- i like the comic booky feeling that feels like yeah. a comic booky thing so do it. the
0: the coins also felt yeah. very comic that was a great thing where it's like oh to do these particular mob things you have to pay in these special gold coins mm-hmm. which presumably like are circulated only among assassins or something right mm-hmm. um and they kind of have when, when he first opens that vault mm-hmm. and he just has that stack of coins, I immediately was like, oh, that's going to be something cool, probably, right? Mm-hmm. And it ended up being something pretty cool. Uh, so I liked that as well. Yeah,
1: totally. Yeah. Um, So in a, in a way, this movie f- felt a little bit like a superhero movie. It created its own little world of fantastical yeah. people and, and ways that the world works. That's not how the, the real world works, right? Yes, so, I don't know. Uh, is that is that kind of it for John Wick?
0: I think so because I don't think it's the kind of movie that it makes much sense to nitpick or to like or to talk but, about and high concept either. Right? We
1: have. <laughs> well, I'm just saying
0: like so, you know, I mean, we could go over more specific details, but it's like, why bother? Yeah, exactly. And high concept either isn't one. So it's not like you're going to be like, well, thematically, I don't think John Wick was, It's like, no, it's like, yeah. it is what it is. And
1: it's, I, I also agree, like, even though we have done a little nitpicking, it's not really that kind of movie. Like, you're going to enjoy it or you're not going to enjoy it. It's like, it's a style. It's a very style heavy movie. It's like.
0: Well, it's, I think that's, I should have been more specific nitpicking. I mean, nitpicking on specific things about like the story or stuff like that. Sure. That yeah. I. The nitpicking that I was doing was stylistic nitpicking for that reason. It's because that's really what the movie's selling, right? And yeah. I think the, the biggest meta comment is just, it's just too monotonous. It, it needed more variety in this film for me of some kind. And I don't know how you do that exactly, but um, I think I just, I imagine that people who really love this movie, they just really like that thing. So it's okay that it's just doing that thing and only that thing for 90 minutes. They don't need it to have more variety because that's like a thing they really love, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And for me, it's like, uh, I get, it's kind of nice, but it wears its out's welcome. And that's why the movie didn't didn't end up being a solid thumbs up for me. Uh, Same.
1: I think we're on the exact same page. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for joining us for another episode of Molly Movie Club.
0: Yes, thank you for joining us. And we know since we now do it only casually, we don't know exactly when will be the next movie. But there will be a next movie, there and always, it's anyone's guess what it is. There's
1: always a next movie. There's
0: always one more movie. That's right. All right, take it easy, everybody.
1: Bye.